Hello, and welcome to Conversations to Understand Our World, interviews with Dr. Anthony Rizzi. I'm John Paul Ochoa, an Associate Humanities Member with the Institute for Advanced Physics. Dr. Rizzi is the Director for the Institute for Advanced Physics, which is bringing home all of our thinking to the basic things we see right in front of our face. We start with what we know through the senses, and that's the physical world. So therefore, physics, the study of the physical world, is the starting point for all of our knowledge. With this simple starting point, Dr. Rizzi will bring us back to our senses and then lead us to profound insights into all aspects of our world and beyond. We are used to thinking of physics as an equational kind of thing, and that's what it's been reduced to. But there is a simple way of understanding physics. And Dr. Rizzi, a world-renowned physicist, has this fundamental understanding giving him deep insights. He will relay to you those startling insights and take you into the depths of our world to places that nobody else can. This week, our topic is economics. What is economics? Let's start with Fletcher Williams, who has a question for Dr. Rizzi. Fletcher, why don't you go ahead and ask it? Uh, Dr. Rizzi, um, I've noticed that a lot of men are just becoming deadbeats and are not taking seriously the need to bring home money for the family that depends on it. Um, Can I stop, let me stop you there, because um, that's a really important thing you just said, a mouthful, that many people think that... Uh, you know what? What it's about is bringing home the bringing home the money, and so you know it brings up the question: Is that a sort of a chief thing that we want to do? Is that what we kind of born for? Is to to make money, especially as men? Um, and maybe we add add on the end of it: make money for the family. Um, so we better you know let's unpack that. What what is money? Um, what would you say money is, Fletcher? Um. Well, it's uh, it's the way that I get to put food on the table and pay for the house and yeah yeah so so, so that notice that's not a real definition of money because it it's talking about what you use it for. So this is this is part of the construct way we think of things. We don't think of what things are. We think of how we use them, and then we never ask the question. So um, does anybody just live to? Um, to just make money, um, Ethan? You just, I mean, I think so. You, you see a lot of like these business tycoons that um, their just whole life is wrapped up in their business and it just seems like day in and day out they're just trying to bolster their bank accounts. So I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that that is the way, exactly the way we think about things. And um, But in fact, you know, like Fletcher just indicated kind of indirectly, the money is used for something else. So we have to think of money in different terms. We have to look at money as that which symbolizes something else. So um, in this case, Fletcher is saying it symbolized food. So you're, hence the term bring home the bacon, the breadwinner, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> The bacon in older times is particularly valued because it was like meat, and you know sometimes you didn't get too much meat. Uh -huh. um, but it makes always makes me remember of you know the distinction between the the seventies 
um, when things were much more closer to the way people always live than they were like in the 2000s. In the 70s, there was a show called Rocky that hopefully people remember, in which he fought, he it was a boxer, he fought for these invisible things like friendship and honor and country. Whereas there was another show that came out called Cinderella Man around 2005. And he was asked, why do you do this? And he said, milk. <laughs> <laughs> and so as if, you know, this was the whole thing so his kids could have milk. And they, they thought that was a profound thing. Uh-huh. And so, so money always has to be turned into some, is just a symbol for some value. And so um, uh, it's, it's not really true that the, that the role of a father, of a husband, is to bring home money. It's, he should bring home by bringing to the culture a value, a meaning. If he goes, if he makes widgets, those widgets should do something for the world. And that would be his role. And then the money that he comes home would represent that, as well as the fact that it, it can be exchanged for food, housing, and so forth. But if he just does like Cinderella Man, then all he's done is fed his pigs. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe watered his plants. <laughs> and so he's teaching them to be plants. He's not teaching them to be men. Yeah. Um, and he's bringing his family nothing and he's contributing nothing to the world except more busyness. You know, it was famously said that we've become human doings, not human beings. Mm. That's when the focus is off of being, off of reality, and onto the symbols. And the symbols are there so that they can tell us what the next step is. So in an equation in physics, you write down the equation, and then you look at the situation you're trying to analyze, and you break it down according to whatever you're trying to analyze, so you can make predictions about what you're going to see, so then you can... Um, see what kind of actions are going to happen. Predict the actions that are going to happen in the system. And, um, you know, it should proceed then to say, well, what, what is it that all this means? But instead it just goes to the next uh, problem to be solved in that same manner. And that's what we do in our world is, okay, I'm a part of a machine, I go and get the machine, and my part in the machine is to keep my cogs running. And make sure all the cogs in my little sub part of the machine are all nice and stuff. So I really overstated when I said rewatering the plants. It's really greasing the gears. It's really much less than even that. And so that's what's back behind when we say that, because that's what we really think. We don't really see that the role of the of the of the father in particular is to is to is to um, contribute to the world in a, his own unique way, according to his own individual nature, and bring that to bear um, in a only way only he can do to lighten up that part of the culture and thereby back react on his family by the thing that he gives. If he's making widgets, these widgets change people's lives for the better. And, and, and by that I mean specifically that we grow in truth, we grow in understanding. And we grow, you know, and that happens by defending and respecting and doing things that are hard for that growth and truth, to defend those truths. But it's not, you know, because that's another thing people will say is man's role is to defend his family, as if, you know, the family, again, as if, you know, you're part of the machine, you're the antibody, you just blow things up to come near it. So you pump your muscles up, you spend all your time in the gym, 
and nothing nothing happens between here. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and you know that's not a defense. You know every general that meant anything into to world history by actually being successful had more up here than he did down here. He was good with a gun, good with other things, but it's because he was good up here. You can, I can tell you stories about the difference between the Civil War generals that just stark between the ones that knew what they were doing and the ones that didn't. <laughs> um, there's a story about McClellan and Lee, and and of course Lee uh, um, was a, just an on the wrong side, but he was an incredible general compared to McClellan, who was an awful general. And McClellan had like you know eight. 10 times the number of troops, <laughs> and Lee kept him at bay for a year or something. I forget the exact time, but it's just a difference between defense with, you know, and what you're, but, but of course, and that analogy fails because Lee is defending the wrong things, but um, the point is, is that you have a, a truth that you're trying to defend, and that's the real defense. That's the heart of the defense, and, and sometimes it has to be physical, but especially in our culture, most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's defending the truth. And, and that means, first of all, getting the truth and you're living your job in a way that, that brings to bear the truth, the full truth, not just the functional truth, the full truth. So you're not just happy at the end of the day because I got a paycheck, because the paycheck symbolizes nothing if you didn't contribute something. In fact, it, it symbolizes you're bringing back to your family uh, something to corrupt it, to keep it going so it can be part of the corruption. Mm. Um, and it makes, you know, it, you know, the, the, the trite thing to say was it make is to making your, um, family into animals, you know, and stuff, and you gotta be higher than that and introduce God and so forth. But that, that doesn't really reveal the point. The point is, is your, your man is a rational animal. So his highest goal is understanding truth. That means the activity of the intellect. And so that's what everything has to be ordered to. And that means first you have to bring it to yourself, you know? And um, so that the first duty of a father and a husband is to first have the truth himself so he can bring it to his family and bring it to the world. And then, you know, um, in, in a well-ordered society, the one who contributes that way and that, and that has the greater needs and he gets the greater pay and then he can help his family grow. And that in, in proportion to the whole uh, body politic becomes a, a boon to the whole wor world, the whole state city country um and you know because your highest good is the common is your common good the good that's shared by others and truth is is that so because you know i can know the appleness of an apple and it doesn't take away from ethan knowing the appleness of the apple so the bottom line is money symbolizes that value which you're trading in particular the first thing it symbolizes is um, the, uh, it, it should be reflecting of something at the moment, um, some fraction of the full value of the, uh, the economy at the moment, which means, you know, uh, some, some value on the amount of stuff that, uh, is in the, in the world. Let's say there's 12 things in the world worth value, and then I could make $12 and then a dollar would represent the value of each one of those things. And so I would exchange those instead of having to carry around. They may be two tons. I can't carry around two tons, so I count a dollar to say, okay, I'll trade you this, this thing, thing number one for thing number six. And I do it through dollars. That's all it is. 
and a well-ordered economy does that naturally. It has glitches and stuff, but that's what e economics is about. It's about ordering that interchange, symbolic interchange, in a way that makes the common good grow. And the highest common good, of course, is God, as we have in our country, um, uh, enshrined in its documents and so forth, that one nation under God. So a nation is one level of the common good. It's the, actually the highest level of common good. Um, uh, uh, the political common good is the highest level of common good that you can have among men. Then the whole universe is the next highest level of common good. And then God himself, the set, what, what, what writers call the separated common good. And so all those are ordered in that way as the country has clearly laid out in her documents. And we just have to start seeing that and living that and seeing that we are a part of that common good and we have a particular part, specific part, as an individual man and then as a member of the family as, and so forth, wherever we are in that. And, and, and it proceeds more and more general as you move higher and higher up. There's much more to say to that. In fact, we'll, we, we're going to talk about that later in, when we do a podcast, hopefully, on America. Um, but... Uh, you know that brings up the case for truth, um, decision for truth, that we're that we're all this is kind of leading to. We we're going to go through kind of how we've lost this centeredness on truth that makes us say things like we're made to produce money, which is just a symbol, right? We're made to produce a symbol. It doesn't make any sense. No one actually finally goes after a, a symbol for itself. They go after what what the thing can get them. You know. So I've heard people say, you know, I said, why is um, why is football um, so successful? Why do those people um, do all that? And they say, well, it's because it makes so much money. That's the only reason. There's a lot of money in it. Can you, can you see the circulars of that, Ethan? What, what's wrong with that logic? Yeah, so they're saying that the symbol fuels the thing and the thing gives back to a symbol. But if, if it's all oriented towards a symbol and the symbol doesn't represent anything but itself, then the symbol is meaningless. It's worthless to them. Right, right. So, so specify it to the to the football. So if you're saying, say what they're saying about the football. So, so why does it not make sense to explain something and uh, by saying, like in this case, football um, is 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 what it is because it makes so much money. Why does right. not why is that not an explanation for? People will often say that that's where the money is. That's why people do that because that's where the money is. Mm -hmm. But football has so much activity in it because uh, because they can make a lot of money off of it. And they, if they did something else, they wouldn't get as much money. Okay. Is that an not a final explanation? Right, because the money is a, is a symbol that represents something else. And so if, if they're just doing it for the symbol, then that's that's kind of incomplete. It's like what is they should be saying what the symbol represents, not what the symbol is. It's like they're only going halfway there, yeah. what they're saying. So what's missing in that? What's... For What's an example of what really the real reason might be? Mm -hmm. what, does it really, what does it really show? I mean, that particular case of football. Well, maybe if, if their argument, what they're saying isn't anything, maybe you look at what they're doing and, and perhaps they're just go watching football because they like football because it's more important to them than other things that should be. That's right. Because you look at what they're doing and they, football is more valuable to them. What it says is in our culture, football is more valuable than other things. That's where we put our money, we pay, you know, whatever it is now, $50 a ticket, because we value it more than our teachers and our other things in our lives. We sit outside for six hours in a, you know, in, in a line 
um, tailgating because we value it more. <laughs> yeah. Then and and that's why it gets more money. And so whenever you, you know, you have to be very careful with that saying about money because money has to always be referred to something like you said. Otherwise, it's circular because it really actually, in fact, does whether they say it or not. It, in fact, does refer to something and you can see it by their behavior. So if you are, if you are, um, you know, you can watch people's behavior and see what they value, what they spend time on, what they don't spend time on. What, and where they put their money is showing why they made the money in the first place, what the real reason they made the money in the first place. So you see. When, when, when Cinderella Man is confronted with the reason why he's getting his head beat in like that, it's milk. So that's his final end. He gets all this money for milk. You know? And when Rocky's confronted with it, and he has all this money, and his wife is saying, we have all this, we're going to lose it. And he says, this is everything. And he says, no, it's not. And at that point, he's trying to say that he has to defend his country. He tries to defend his friend and his his, his um his orientedness toward God. And, um, you know, that that shows the difference between the men and it shows the difference between the cultures. Because one culture liked one, the other culture liked the other. The culture of the 2000s like that, the 70s culture like the other. Not that Rocky still doesn't have an appeal because it's tran it transcends time in that way, but the culture has shifted. It's shifted more and more that direction because it its value shifted, but if you just, you know, like you do, like, you know, like, like, unfortunately, the Pope doesn't understand this. He talks about greed, but greed has to be referred to something. It can't just be referred to money. So it's either referred to power or human respect or, or just doggone it. I like football, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is, you know, which is funny because we like football, but um, do we really? I mean, just watching it is liking it. How about playing it? Isn't it a sport? <laughs> Isn't it <laughs> like it? Shouldn't you play it, not watch it? <laughs> it's, it? But again, you don't do that analysis until you break outside of money and you realize what economics is. Economics is simply that system that you set up and systems are fine, but you set it up for a purpose of being able to work, you know, to as a part of the politics of growing that common good, which is the political unity of men. So does, oh, um, I was just going to say, so does, um, so does having a good understanding of economics, does that mean you're trying to really find out what really does have value and what does not? Yeah, it means you're trying to find out what has value and what, you know, what's going to be the best thing for the you know the um community at the moment and what the highest you know uh goal the intermediate goals that you have what's going to meet that highest intermediate goal and therefore meet your final goal and um you know to figure out uh you know part of it is in you know in modern economy because of science is all the new things that are discovered the the value grows every day and so the, the idea is to make sure it's growing in a way that will support the ultimate common good, which is truth, finally truth himself. And um, so you wanna figure out, you know, what things are doing that and what things aren't, invest in the things that are doing it so that they can, um, so that, you know, part of the body can grow and the whole part body can go, grow organically, the whole body of man can grow organically.
So this, I mean, this all comes, it's all deeply um, in, intertwined with the politics because um, in, in, Amer in America article that I wrote that um, we can't reference yet, but we'll reference when it's, when it's um, available. One of the big things is to bring out the fact that the economy comes out of the politics. So you have a politics and out of that, when you have a good politics out of that, you have an ordered economy that comes out of it. And that economy is each individual um, doing his own particular role within the, the community. And um, that only can happen when you have a, a natural law-based community that understands basically fundamentally that man is a rational animal and what the conclusions that must be drawn with respect to politics are, which basically is what America has done. I mean, in, in, in her um, documents and in her founding, not necessarily in what people are doing now. And so that's what decides. And so economics is part of that living heartbeat of the politics. It's not simply, you can't simply say we have capitalism. That doesn't mean anything because capitalism is something that as envisioned by the equation alone physics that we have today, that, 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 that I should say that grows out of the equation alone physics we have today, it's simply its own entity. That means you just sell anything for whatever you can get for it. That's not, that's not anything that makes any sense. Um, and that's what happens when you dissociate the property from its substance. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's just a construct and it creates problems. So, you know, you notice in the founding documents of the country, there's no mention of capitalism, you know, or, or anything like it, you know. Um, see, Adam Smith, I think, came along a little bit after that. Um, but it doesn't really matter. The point is, is anybody could say, you know, they, let's, let's come up with something like that and put it in there, some kind of eco economic system. But there's no economic system in there because the economy comes out of your, your proper understanding of what your relation with your fellow man is politically. And then out of that comes, you know, the proper way to behave economically. And then e economics will study, you know, what's the health of that, of that part of the organism. That is the the exchange of that value and the recognition of that value, and is it properly being so the whole body can work together? And you know, um, so there's a role for the government, but like anything, it's generic. The, the the most basic role is at the individual level, and actually the family is the most basic level. But you have individuals, you know, that make up the family, and those that make the family a family, and and then the city then the county and then the state and you get more and more generic so that so that the government then you know has a role when something isn't behaving correctly but it doesn't have a role that's only generically like you know if if the state passes a law that it's okay for robin hood to rob every third person that comes down the street <laughs> then the state then then it's proper for the federal government to say that's inappropriate and that law is 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 unconstitutional but it depends on the the particular um you know thing you can't make a general rule for it because it's not an algorithm it's a thought and the general thing you can say is a general fact it's not a procedure it's a general fact that there's a generic role for the government and more and more specified role as you get closer and closer to the individual. But the individual, as Lincoln said, has freedom as the founders understood it, not license, 
freedom, that is the right to do what is right. As Lincoln said, there's no right to do what is wrong. Okay, so that, um, and do you have a question, Ethan, before we close? Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a big question. Is that okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm taking a government class right now uh, at my college. And what the professor told us was the definition of politics is who gets what, when, and how. But that doesn't seem like a very good definition. So I was wondering if you could give us a little bit of a rigorous explanation of what the word actually means. Okay, yeah, that's very good. Um, I mean, first of all, recognize that that is a totally construct definition, right? Based on function, defined by function. Who gets what, when, how, yeah. right? Which reads, you know, try to find something like that in the Constitution or the Declaration, you know. It just doesn't even mean anything. Um, but that is the functional approach that people take. And, um, but uh, I think we probably should leave that, if you can keep that question when we talk about America, because I think that's more properly, I brought up the government to just show the relationship because he asked about the econo economics to show that it's part of the whole, but to really get into that, we really should talk about America. But, the, but to just say the quick th thing, you know, I have an article in which I prove that that man is um, needs community to grow in truth, which is sort of evident to people. And so that's why politics is necessary. You know, people, there's some people that say that, you know, if there was no original sin, we wouldn't have any government. And that's false. Now, there was one of the founders, I think it was John uh, uh, James Madison, who said, if we were angels, we wouldn't need any government. Well, that's a different thing. An yeah. angel is a different thing than a man. But I think many people have read that to mean angels just mean perfect men. An angel is not a perfect man. But men need government because of their nature. So government is simply, politics is simply that relationship among men that's proper for themselves to grow in truth. So that's the simple answer, but I'd like you to bring it back up when we talk about America, hopefully in another podcast. But we should... Maybe, Fletcher, you can go through some of the materials that people can read on this before we close. Yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously one great place to go would be starting with just the science before science. Um, that's going to give you the starting place to you know, see the kind of cultural milieu that we're in and the crazy ways that we think about things and get us back to starting with what we see and not just assigning meaning to things arbitrarily, but seeing seeing what things are and then figuring out what we are, like Dr. Rizzi talked about, that we're rational animals, to actually understand what that means. Um, so that would be really good. And then um, there's, there's some articles on the um, Institute for Advanced Physics website, iepweb.org, um, and the Physics and Culture magazine, that hit a lot of really um, profound topics connected to this. Um, Dr. Rizzi talked about the common good and um, death of justice really hits in a deep way the, the meaning of the common good. Um, and and there's, there's several others, but um, those come to mind. Probably, what do you think about, is your computer real, Ethan, do you think that? Yeah, I, I think that's really good. That article is good because it teaches us not to define things as functions, but what is they actually are, which is what you see a lot now in like a study of economics is they just go totally functional, like what you're talking about. So absolutely. Yeah. 
And, and of course, they can read the, get the kid's introduction to physics, which will take them right from the beginning to, to showing that you can prove, absolutely prove the existence of God, who's your ultimate common good. It comes out of the physics, proper understanding of the physics, which it teaches you some basic modern physics, too. If you, take kids, if you do kids' books, too, you can go even further. But it really is, I like your starting points. I think it's good to kind of get some of those articles and, you know, call us. You, know, um, you can go to the website, iepweb.org. We'll put it up on the screen and maybe we can uh, put some links up and stuff. But um, that way you get started and then, you know, call us up and we can answer your questions and point you further. But hopefully we're going to have another follow-up to this, the America article, talking about the America article and what it means to be an American and what America is and answering Ethan's question. Yeah, well, thank you, Dr. Izzy. Oh, you're welcome. So before we close, though, is there anything that any, you know, I thought about rational animal, we should say what that means. It just means you have senses and you can understand things, both those things. And um, that, again, he talks about it more in the, I, I talk about it in my Science Before Science, uh, uh, A Guide to Thinking in the 21st Century is the subtitle. Um, that you can get on our website or on Amazon. Um, the other things you can get at our store too. Um, you can get an audiobook. An audiobook's a great way, by the way, to listen to the Science Before Science and the kids' book. You can do it while you're driving to work or whatever. Um, but I just wanted to make sure there was nothing else before we closed that needed to be defined or you thought maybe went too fast, Ethan. That maybe a person that listened to it listening to what we were saying, maybe didn't quite go in. Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think the articles were good. Like if they, if they read the death of justice and understood the so things in there. That, but you don't think there's any, okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot guys for the, the good questions and we'll pick it up again. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Rizzi. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for joining us. As they just mentioned, there are all kinds of resources at our website, iapweb.org. You can get Dr. Rizzi's Kids Introduction to Physics and Beyond that gives the essential foundation that you need for all your thinking at the iapweb.org site shown. Also, you will need Dr. Rizzi's The Science Before Science, which goes beyond the kids' book and explains the basics of life. It is available as an audiobook. Also, Get the audiobook of A Kid's Introduction to Physics on that same page. Articles that address issues like you just heard in the podcast are available at the Physics and Culture magazine at iapweb.org magazine. All this information is available in the description below this video. The IAP's next Conversations to Understand Our World podcast will be on a hot topic that people have needed and still urgently need to understand. COVID-19. What's true? What's not? And what is the pandemic doing to us and our culture? Permanent damage? We hope you will all join us next time to learn about this topic that affects us all. And in addition, look for an exciting five-part series, Decision for Truth, coming soon. We'll be posting the time on Twitter and Facebook when it's available.